0: And Boston Wow More info on our website Dungeonsanddags.com Slash live
1: Millions of people have lost weight With personalized plans from Noom Like Evan
0: Who can't stand salads And still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most
2: people Are the easy button Right For me That wasn't an option I never
3: really was a salad guy That's just not who I am But Noom worked for me
0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dungeons & Dads is brought to you this week by Shopify. You know, doing the Dungeons & Dragons podcast, there's a lot of dice rolling. There's a lot of talk, a lot of improv. There's also a lot of merch. This was something that we weren't really thinking about when we first started out, but when it came time to build out a merch shop, there was only really one place to go, which was Shopify. Shopify is basically what runs our web store. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launcher online shop stage, I remember those days, to the first real-life store stage, we will never... Have a brick and mortar, but you know a lot of people have brick and mortars. A lot of people sell things at like craft fairs and farmers markets. Shopify's there too. Shopify's there to help you grow, whether you're selling pottery or bespoke custom D and D dice sets available at store.dungeonsanddavies.com. Well, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person point of sale system, wherever and whatever you're doing. Shopify has you covered, and our zip-up hoodie selection available at store.dungeonsanddavies.com will also have you covered. Shopify helps turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort. Thanks to Shopify magic, which is like an AI tool they have, which can help you write better product descriptions, set up FAQs, email generation. So a little story, as you know, you know, we had our third party fulfillment company blow up uh, at the end of last year and we're with DFTBA now. And one of the things that was great about Shopify was that the Back end, the thing that handles all of the, you know, the order flow and all that stuff, was very easily transferable. So from a business standpoint, the only thing that changed was where our inventory is stored and where it's shipping out from, but all the back end management has basically stayed the same. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothies, Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 different countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to help support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a per month trial period at shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash daddies, all lowercase now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash daddies.
1: Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grownups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description.
0: Last week's episode was basically just one long unskippable cutscene. Way to take away your player agency DM.
2: Horsey jams his face into the side of the reel-to-reel
0: projector, and he goes, this is fine, this doesn't hurt, this is normal, I love this. This guy's getting his face torn to shreds, but sure, we can hear exactly what he's saying just fine.
2: So you see your grandmother scream in terror
0: and everything goes black. And when she opens her eyes again, she's somewhere new. So if Henry's grandmother is the sole survivor of some interdimensional event, then who the f*** is supposed to be filming this? After all, it's not like they've invented selfie sticks yet. Henry's screams finally stop as he falls unconscious. And then he comes to in a forest
2: and he meets a beautiful hiker named Mercedes Garcia. And they fall in love and they get married and they have
0: two beautiful boys. Sure, let's just skip over the whole story of their relationship with a quick montage. Okay, so when
2: you open the door to leave the room, (laughs) there's a dragon. (laughs) There's a morale roll, please.
0: So he rolled really badly. If he got a bad roll according to the rules of OD&D, that means he should have attacked. You know what? I'm giving this one five extra sins for now being the second dragon in this show to be a total f***ing wimp.
1: Hey, Mr. Mustache? Yeah, what's
0: up? You could have your own body. You could be a dog. Let's just have a whole conversation right next to everyone else, but nobody overhears it. I swear, this whole show never clarifies where anybody is, leaving the poor audience just to have to make assumptions.
3: Canary, where is my father? Uh, He'll just be
0: waiting for you at the top of that temple. Do you need us to come with you, Henry? Yeah, you know, I feel like we've been pretty split up from each other. Did Henry just break the fourth wall and make a reference to how the party's been split for the last few episodes? Henry turns into a bear. And he says, <laughs> Uh nope, nope, that's not how wild shape works. When you're in beast form, you can't speak. It's like these idiots aren't even fing playing DD. Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, a loose Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. I feel like my when you say
4: Loose Dungeons and Dragons podcast, you're insulting Anthony, who's like doing all this work to run this game.
0: No, it's okay. he's right. Fine, a tight ass, super strict, five. This is worse. This is what happens, Matt. This is what happened. You guys missed it right before
3: recording. I was like, let's have a clean, fun, safe (laughs) podcast, guys. And we're already off to this kind of
4: nonsense. I'm sorry. It's my fault. I will say one of the nice
0: things about this podcast is that since we don't play D&D, we will never be invited to any official Wizards of the Coast D&D events ever. Like I saw this. Someone was tweeting like, oh, cool. Like D&D live. Here's all the things. And it was like a DM panel. And I had this thought. I was like, Anthony deserves to be on that. Mm, No, actually, no. I'm just picturing (laughs) Anthony
3: showing up at that panel and he's like the main character in a Diablo Cody movie and he's hung over yeah. and he's got his shades on he's chewing bubble gum and like puts his feet up <laughs> on the table I don't know why with Diablo nerds, Cody was my pull for that but he sits
4: down cross-legged and starts playing a cup you know like in Pitch Perfect like whoa <laughs> <laughs> if Anthony went to one of those he would be the one on that panel stage who sits with the chair facing backwards and be like let me just like, like, like be Slater? real with you guys uh, no. <laughs> let me tell you kids that DM
3: all the other DMs when they touch the microphone <laughs> it makes that feedback noise that happens in every movie and when a nervous person touches a microphone
2: <laughs> Matt Mercy over there like looking at me like twirling his hair like who's this guy
3: (laughs) (laughs) he seems so rude but there's something about him he plays the cups and he wrote his own song he's got long hair he wears
0: vintage t-shirts i'm sorry freddie do the podcast we can we can move on (laughs) Uh, it's all right my name is freddie wong i play glenn close the rock and roll bard of the group this was glenn fact a short one glenn can fall asleep standing up all right moving on I like horse that. Okay, hey, I was doing the same now, thing. Hey, now, I will say this. He has to be leaning on something. It's not
4: a freestanding <laughs> like thing. Like leaning on a he bed. Has like a he has to be leaning on a bed horizontally. <laughs> <on. laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
4: I like that Freddie clearly wanted us to follow up on that fact. And we were just like, like well, all right, on. moving on. Yeah, you said <laughs> moving <right> on.
1: <laughs> into his hand. Right into yeah. his horsey hands.
4: See, I was I was doing the same thing because the world's on fire, and I just was like, you know what? I want easy. I'm tired of knocking up with dad facts. So I'm just going to pick an easy five episodes. I got it nice and easy. I'm just going to do the senses. What are his favorite senses? So today I'm doing, Wait, what are what his favorite? are you what? talking about? Like, what's his favorite sound? Next week I'll probably do taste oh my God, or whatever. No, nice no and simple. That's great. For a second, I thought you were going to say his favorite sense is touch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <favorite love> sense- <laughs> oh, sorry.
5: <laughs> what's his um, love language?
4: <laughs> his love language is touch. Okay. His love language is barbecue. <laughs> his barbecue. <laughs> Hi, my name is Matt Arnold. And I play Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who became a barbarian when he entered the Forgotten Realms. Um, his favorite sound is the sound that a bag of chips makes when you open it. Um, wow. That's it. That's just like low pop. Oh, his least favorite sound. I'll do the favorite and the least favorite. His least favorite sound is the sound of the door closing because that means everybody's gone to work or school and he's all alone. Oh, that's Great. what he said. I think you were so going to say, like, sad. his favorite
3: sound is and like. And then he
4: opens up a bag of chips. And <laughs> we're back on top, baby. <laughs> back on top. No what one a can fucking stop roller coaster me. <laughs> every
3: morning. Cool. Hey. Freddie, Matt, thanks for sharing those dad facts. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for it was really hard to talk
4: about, but I'm glad I got through it. Thanks for bringing
3: those dad facts to the group today. (laughs) Hey, everyone, it's my turn. I'm Will Campos. I play Henry Oak, a fictional character on the podcast Dungeons and Daddies, (laughs) uh, a fictional podcast about four dads from our world who uh, get sucked into the. I already covered that. (laughs) Move on. Move on. (laughs) That's my shit. My world's on fire. But here's a question: How about about yours? yours? (laughs) <laughs> That's the way I like it, and I'll never get bored. Henry is a hippie. He's a druid. He's crunchy. He's a little bit munchy. He's a Birkenstock rocking dad of the dad group. That's kind of what he does. Uh, and my fact about Henry this week, so there was a bit of a retcon last week uh, where uh, Henry <sighs> revealed that... His favorite TV show is not The Sunrise, but is in fact Cheers, because we're now going into the Dark Henry arc. Dark
0: Henry arc, yes, <laughs> this yes. This is
3: his like Dark Phoenix moment was revealing that he likes Cheers. That's just Harry's. really
4: problematic for Henry to like that much.
3: <laughs> Cheers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. As I told you, man, it's his Dark Phoenix arc. This is We're going to see a whole new side yeah. of Henry. Um, so I thought I'd revisit some other Henry facts, some other Henry <laughs> faves Ooh, and reveal the real wow. fave. So, Mm -hmm. Henry's favorite drink, brace yourselves, guys, it's not ice-cold water. Henry's favorite drink is orange juice, Mm -hmm. dot, 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 right after you've brushed your teeth. <laughs> oh no! All right, no, no, it's, 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 just it's yes. one of the most unique flavors on earth, and full Henry shit. can't get enough Placed of one it.
2: one crime with another—that's a worst. No. You
3: know, it's got vitamin C. It's fresh, and it wakes you up in the morning. You know, you brush your teeth, and then you could go drink coffee and get those beautiful teeth all dingy, or you could have some orange juice right after brushing your teeth. So don't no, no, drinks coffee juice. immediately
4: after brushing their teeth? That's well, not
3: the you know, in today's hurry-up-and-go, ever-connected, social-media, online world, you know, we don't have the time. To drink our coffee in these our, uncertain times. In these uncertain times, <laughs> that's what gets Henry up now, in the morning. Now, more is, than ever. <laughs> now, more than ever, Henry drinks extra pulp orange juice from concentrate <laughs> to something right after brushing Just his teeth. He brings a cup of orange juice into the bathroom with him so he can have it right after he brushes. Fuck. Hey, off. girl,
1: are you that's Will Campos because you're under arrest? <laughs> <laughs> And that's my
3: dad fact. Uh, Thanks for letting me share that, guys.
1: Hey, Will, thanks so much for fucking sharing that. Fuck up. (laughs) I'm so... I'm sorry, guys. Listen, I'm here. My name's Beth May. It's been a rough... Decade. <laughs> Last ten years have been hard.
4: Beth, we're recording the podcast. We're not just chatting oh. right now.
1: <laughs> Sorry, you guys all set a precedent of doing absolutely fucking nothing. So, <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
4: oh, oh, this energy, oh spicy God. Damn, guys, we have to fight Barry today. We got to be on the know, same side. I yeah, know. We, we really got.
1: We got to come together. <laughs> we got to. We got to come together um <laughs> and so my name is Beth May and uh, I play Ron Stampler emotionally detached stepfather and rogue fun fact about Ron at the end of the last episode I thought of something that Ron could do this episode that would be really <laughs> cool and successful and now I forget what that is <laughs>
5: Dang.
2: So.
3: A true Ron move. Yeah. Hey,
2: everybody. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hi, dad. Hey, dad. We talked about on social media and stuff that we have a uh, some link that you can follow to sign up to vote. And if we got like X number of people, we do a West Wing style one shot but I had a realization and I tweeted it at the official Dungeons and Daddy's account, but it, apparently whoever runs that doesn't like me because uh, I didn't get a reply got left on read as is so often the case on Twitter.
5: <laughs> but you did I do have like a thought.
4: <laughs> your own podcast didn't respond yeah, you know, to that's you.
3: That's good. <laughs> See, had, like, next level God, cuck you're myself? A rep- <laughs> you're a reply guy to your own podcast.
1: <laughs> your own podcast. Yep.
2: <laughs> I also had a thought and I wanted to run it past you all really quickly, which is we could do a West Wing episode. Guys, ignore it
1: here too <laughs> 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 no I'm just kidding go ahead
2: <laughs> <laughs> or we could do a Pokemon one-shot called Pokemon Go to the Poles. No. Oh, I would love to do Pokemon.
3: What if we
1: do... All right, I think I we need... I was invested in West Wing.
3: Okay, I think we need to, What if we do a, both? That's what we'll I was going to say. Both. I think both. we need to do... It needs to be a West Wing Pokemon mashup called Pokemon
4: Go to the Poles. But <laughs> I want ice cream, but I want pizza. Okay, <laughs> ice cream, pizza.
3: I know <laughs> we got a lot of Sorkin heads who listen to the podcast for our lively Sorkin-esque banter, so I just
1: want to make I sure that be they will be playing Toby Squirtle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so to remind everybody what happened last episode Henry watched a 20 minute long informational video about yeah, cutscene
0: yeah, cut real
3: Kojima moment in the
2: uh <laughs> yeah very much so and basically found out that there's this otherworldly entity demonic horrible monster presence that has genetically been passed down through his family line And it is currently split into three parts between him and his two sons. And the whole group went and confronted Barry about this in his temple. Barry handed you uh, the anchor, which is a big old bottle of overnight oats. And then uh, told you to leave. And you correctly surmised that he was hiding something. And it turns out that, amongst other things, he was hiding the fact that the Lark and Sparrow that you have are homunculi of Lark and Sparrow, not their real bodies. After unsuccessfully attempting to convince him to leave behind his narcissism and toxic masculinity, uh, he decided that instead of wanting to keep you around so he could teach you to control the beast inside of you, he instead would much rather see it come out of you by making you angry. And the first way he tried to prove that was by magic summoning a pillar of wood essentially to come out of the ground and smack Sparrow really hard with it knocked against the wall and uh, in response henry said that he turned into a bear so we are basically in combat everyone please roll initiative oh guys
3: fucking henry oak with the natural 20 on Shit, the yeah. niche.
4: he's ready he's got dad anger one cool thing about barbarians is i get advantage on inspiration which you get advantage rolls? on
3: inspiration, about? <laughs> know?
4: <laughs> yeah, I get advantage on inspiration. I get, I get to shoot twice. a three-pointer on top of a two-pointer. <laughs> I get to roll the dice twice. for initiative. initiative.
2: Oh, what did you I say? Accidentally a word. Yeah.
1: And wait, Anthony, did you just say a three-pooner instead of a 3
2: <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope
0: I didn't. I
3: sure hope I you know. did. That's cool as hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, got eight, I got 18. Anthony, 16 plus 4, 20. Okay. I got a seven. That means that,
2: Henry, you get to go first. Uh, You just watch your dad hit one of your children.
3: What is going on with Sparrow? Let's start there. So Sparrow hits the wall and it like
2: makes a fucking impact dent in the wall.
3: Ugh. A sparrow shaped hole? So no, it's not a hole. He
2: doesn't go all the way through it, but it makes a dent. It's a
3: DBZ anime impact like when yes, very when
2: much so. gets ah, slapped yes, down see, by
0: Cell or something like that. Ah, yes, yes.
2: And he falls out of it and gets onto his hands and knees and then he comes up he comes <laughs> up to just his knees and one little like stream of blood is running down his his mouth. Sparrow! <laughs> And he coughs and more blood comes out. And he like, tries to wipe it with his fist, but he just ends up smearing it across his cheek.
3: So <laughs> he's still alive, though.
0: He's still alive, I mean, he's, a, he's He's wounded. a homunculus. He's a my- homunculus, he's so... Yes. Okay. Could you imagine how great it would be if audiobooks, like would all just use anime references to describe action scenes? <laughs> <laughs> just like as a visual reference. But, oh, yeah, yeah, it's so anime. this guy
2: in Gatsby's pool, the bullet goes through him. Kind of like when Goku <laughs> uh, <laughs> shot Frieza through. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said this guy in Gatsby's pool to avoid spoilers for the great Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. Got to make We're sure. Husbands.
1: Oh my God. He's in
2: Gatsby's pool, but I won't say who he is. <laughs> <laughs> who
1: read the book. Dear readers.
3: (laughs) And then Gatsby and his friends have to collect all the dragon balls to. uh, Okay. So I already turned into a bear because I thought that would be a cool thing to do at the end of the last episode. But I'm pretty sure that means I can't cast spells. So I can't heal my son. <laughs> um, I looked to Glenn, the other healer in the group, and I'm like, rrr, rrr, and I also realized I can't talk because I shouldn't have, I mean, I said, let's go, but we're going to
0: assume that Henry said, let's go in bear speak. I feel like you could talk. You've consistently talked this yeah. entire time yeah. as animals. Why okay. stop now? Okay. okay. You know what? Hold on, real quick. For all the rule poindexters, here's what happens. Uh, dads have a psychic connection. Yes, dad all magic. the dads have a psychic connection. We can talk to each other in animal form. They're done. Done. Retcon. Done.
3: Okay. Well, at any rate, I am going to go ahead and charge at... Uh, well, wait a second. Wait a second. Because we know that... Wait, wait, wait um,
0: Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. There's the there's the anti-violence thing. So Dude, you got to go for the staff. There's
3: a, there's a staff? And it, where is the staff? He's holding it in his left hand.
2: Specifically, he's holding a staff that at the top of which is a crystal. And it's the same crystal that you saw him making in the Kojima cutscene that basically explains why there's an anti-violence perimeter all yes. around all right. uh, Oakvale.
3: Henry, enraged, lets out a feral bear roar and charges at Berry Oak with the goal of clobbering that staff out of his hands. So
2: give me, uh, I guess give me an attack roll and he's going to make a dexterity roll opposed. All that right. sounds
4: so, I haven't heard those words in a long time. Mm, yeah. We did some fighting. we fought a big crab in the, uh, um, you know, and the other thing. Oh, I wasn't there.
3: <laughs> All right. So I can do multi attack. So I am going to do two attacks. My first attack is going to be with my claw and I got a 14. That's hits so His you, AC is
4: less than 14 oh we got this yeah
3: um Ooh. so, so. <laughs>
2: You manage to get a claw on the staff, but he holds onto it tight. Okay. You essentially have him grappled so long as he wants to hold onto this staff, and you didn't hurt him at all, obviously, because you weren't trying to.
3: What is the staff made of?
2: So the staff is just made of wood. It's a normal staff about this
3: tall. You put- <laughs> about how tall? Just about for- how about tall, tall?
0: Sorry, one more time. Just for the people all listening to this podcast, exactly how tall are we talking about here? Is as tall as a circus tent? I got lost because I was so excited
2: to describe a staff like Indy does in Raiders of the Lost Ark that I was just quoting him, <laughs> and he just does that with his hand. Oh, that's what exactly. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's a staff that is about five feet tall. That's just mm-hmm. made of wood. And it's
0: big enough you can. What hold about the people hand. using metric? Oh my! I don't okay. know. All right, our international listeners.
1: That's a little less than. Hey, two meters. girl, are you from England? Because I got nothing for you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Um, I don't know. It's already gone so off the rails.
3: <laughs> I'm going to use my second attack to try to bite through this staff
4: through the wooden
1: through the wood of the, of the staff? staff yeah nice okay cool i've done that to a, a man before oh my god
3: <laughs> oh fuck uh i got a nine
2: so a nine is definitely not gonna do it you like chew into the staff and he Very like you it's, it's a little bit cute uh, <laughs> <laughs> strengthens your teeth a little bit Good gum health. Te- he's teething <laughs> uh, you bite into it but he manages to grab the snout of your bare face and like Holds it upward a little bit to prevent you from fully biting down with your full strength. But he's still grappled and he can't move unless he wants to let go of the staff. Okay. So next up in the initiative
0: is Glenn.
4: Okay. I feel like you can burn this place down. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, this is a back pocket move. But right now I'm going to invoke a little gift, a little weapon that we got that we forgot about up until this very moment. I'm gonna draw the sword of Pocket Sand with Ooh. a sharp cry of daddy, daddy, ho! And I'll draw it. And if I recall, what it does is as I draw it, a bunch of sand comes flying out towards Barry's face. Mm-hmm. And it's a That's plus cool. one long sword. That's good. And it's a King of the Hill reference. For uh-huh. those you playing on oh.
3: a home. Pocket Sand. It's a Dale Gribble special.
2: So he's gonna roll dexterity, and if he misses, he's gonna be unable to dodge the sand as it heads towards his eyes. Ooh, he rolled a six, so psh, A sheath full of pocket sand hits him in the face, and for the uh, entirety of his next round, he will be blinded. Whoa! Which means he'll have disadvantage oh, on yeah. uh, any attacks that revolve for him using his eyes.
0: I'll throw that attack. I'll blind him, and then as he's stumbling around blind, I'll be like, "Better go check on the kiddo." You move yourself right next to
2: Sparrow, and he is like. I I can do it. I can fight. And he tries to stand up and his
0: knees waver for a second. And he immediately falls back down onto his knees as they buckle. (laughs) And then then Glenn like kind of like temples his hands together. And then just like very quietly says to Sparrow, I think it would be really cool if you gave your brother the other gauntlet so he could have both of
2: them. Oh, But I just, I just got it. But you're
0: right. That is a good idea. So maybe that's what he'll do on his turn. I'll also burn a bonus action to do bardic inspiration. Hey. Yeah. You can heal people, can't you, Glenn? Uh, I, I hate to bring it to you, but unfortunately, I don't think I have massage. Oh, no, sorry. Message. That's not <laughs> <a massage. laughs> I think a spell is a whole thing, Will.
2: Spells differentiate. So if you have healing word, that's usually a bonus action versus like Full cure wounds is a standard action.
0: No, unfortunately, I don't have any of those. I have some full-on spell-ass heals. Okay, that's fine. Oh, okay, never mind. Sparrows not covered under my spells HMO, <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: And I'm going to give the bardic inspiration to... Who's after me? Daryl is next. Daryl, I think you get getting this one. What are you whispering in my ears? <sighs> I'm just going to scream the Led Zeppelin. Ah! Oh, yes!
4: That is ringing in Daryl's ears,
0: and then like I'm gonna go longer than you would expect with it. As you're doing your thing, I'm also still doing the thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, and then the live version,
4: the bass comes like ding, 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 like I'm kind of like in my own world, sort of thinking about Led Zeppelin as well. Nice. As that starts playing, Daryl confidently just pushes Peyton back, like, very clearly. And with (laughs) his motion, clearly he's telling both kids, Lark and like, step back. He sees everything that Henry's been through. He evokes rage. He grasps his axe. And he's going to try to chop the staff in half now that... uh, Oh, it's being held in place, right? Yeah, now that's being held in place. It's like that scene in Titanic... With the axe when, the, like, you know, he's uh, teaching Rose yeah, how yeah, to... Yeah, when she tries to hit the yeah. same yeah. spot <laughs> twice. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what <laughs> scene in Titanic with the, the one where ax? they make love in the car? Yeah. You know, the scene.
0: <laughs>
1: Where God takes his axe to the center of Titanic and splits it apart.
2: <laughs> Daryl just grabs Peyton and is like, please, I have
4: a child. <laughs> She's, yeah. Daryl runs away. <laughs> um, okay, hey, so girl, because... Are you
1: that axe? Because I'm never going to let you go.
2: So... <laughs> Because the staff is being held on to by both a bear's face and Barry's hand, Mm -hmm. you are going to roll with disadvantage to hit just the staff and not anybody else. Because if you hit anybody else, it's going to watang off of the uh, the magic spell,
4: essentially. Okay. I'm just double checking because once this attacks, it's good because I get extra shit. And 15 is my lower one, which 15 plus 6... Plus two for Barbarian. So, yeah, that's a 20-something. Jeez I leaves. lost track. Okay. So describe to me exactly how you managed to destroy the staff, but
2: not henry or well Barry. the way i
4: do that is to make sure i don't hit his head is i take one giant leap and land on the back of henry so i'm riding him <laughs> and i hold the axe above me and i bring it right down right next to his head with the confidence of knowing that you can't hurt him anyway right yeah all the exactly. psychological it's all, psychological. all the psychological stuff is out of the way yeah and like having the head very close to where i start swinging like right there like you know my legs are wrapped around there it's like i know exactly where it's going i'm not gonna hit my own legs. so yeah i slash that thing in half the staff shatters
2: and it's mid point and the crystal atop of it begins to fall so barry is going to make a reaction try to catch it and he gets a nat 20 so he just sensed it even though he was blinded oh he's got disadvantage you're right you're right Okay, he got a 19 with his other
4: <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. grab. It. Really? <laughs> Damn. Does he do that before I do my second attack? He's definitely grabbed it. Now you can do your second attack. Cool. It's like slow motion, like Kung Fu movie right here. So then as I see him grab this thing that falls, I'm going to do a grapple action. Oh, it's like a fumble in football. Now you guys are wrestling over the ball. Oh, shit. I okay, guess a 19. Ooh. So I'm essentially rolling off of Henry's head. And as I'm doing that, I'm like, I got you, buddy. And as I'm whispering it to his ear, because I'm doing like that Black Widow move where I'm like swinging around his neck nice. or, the, or the Legolas <laughs> around the horse, but in reverse. So I'm like dismounting off of Henry's neck while then wrapping myself around Barry's neck. So I'm like transferring like a gymnast from one neck to the other. And I'm just going to pin him down like a wrestler. So
2: you managed to do that with your 19. So you basically do a transitional hurt can to her can mood move and
4: (laughs) hit him on the ground and i whisper into his ear i go you're a shitty dad (laughs) and uh so much in there (laughs) barry goes that
5: may
2: be but at the end of this i'm still going to be a dad (gasps) so damn (laughs) daryl like flinches you know as if he got hit (laughs) uh so it's payton's turn next and seeing you pinning uh really
1: it's Peyton's turn before my turn (laughs) your your turn is is literally last that fucking sucks Peyton's not even on this podcast
3: Anthony, can you please role play Payton as a guest on the podcast next yeah. week? Like he's playing the game with us.
2: <laughs> okay. So for my turn, I'm going to, I see that Daryl is pitting Barry I and I just, it. I run up and I look good. My legs look muscular. I'm, I'm like, I've been training for this moment my whole life. Yes. All right. We get it, Payton. Just what, what move are you doing? What are you rolling? I run up and I slide on my belly towards Barry and Henry and I raise my hand up and I slam the ground and I go, one, and I raise it up again and I slam the ground again and I go, two and I raise it up again and I slam the ground and I go, three and you have officially now defeated Barry in a wrestling
4: match. Nice. Good move, Peyton. Uh, no, that's better than stabbing somebody, I guess. Hey, He's and that's lured. why you're the favorite member of the podcast team. <laughs> yes, Do
1: we level up? Okay. <laughs> we beat him, right?
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, so now it's Larkin
2: Sparrow's turn.
0: Wait, is that all he does? <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love Payton.
4: He spent his whole action doing that. Oh, he's learned, little guy. Yeah, that's a full but three count. It, yeah, he did uh, a move and
2: he did a three count. I know what more you want. Uh, okay, so now it's Lark and Sparrow's turn. So Lark looks back at Sparrow and he goes, Brother! And reaches out. And Sparrow, still bleeding from the mouth, goes, Lark, you remember what I told you about being a love wolf? And Lark goes, of course, brother, of course. And Sparrow goes, Forget it. And he throws (gasps) Lark the other gauntlet, and Lark is going to try to catch it in midair. He gets a natural one.
5: (laughs) Oh no. oh, no. So the gauntlet
2: no. comes full force, and it hits them square in the fucking face oh, and does oh, oh no! Poor does kid. four damage. Oh, dear. No. Oh, You hate to see it. It cracks his forehead open, and now there's a little bit of blood trickling down his head as well. Oh, my
5: God. But he
2: smiles and he goes, thank you, brother. That is just what I needed. And he turns around and still just with the one glove because he can't see through the blood in his eyes. Does
3: so he do the Bruce Lee where he, like, rubs the blood and tastes it to get pumped up? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she just runs and leaps into the air and is going to aim and try to bring the fist down onto the crystal to smash it so I'm going to give him a roll for that with disadvantage because he's blinded All right, so with a nine, he hits the crystal and it just barely hits it from the wrong angle and deflects a little bit and his fist ends up landing right next to Barry's face Mm -hmm. and he sort of lands atop both Daryl and Barry in this weird, like, three-man, like, (laughs) dog pile and the blood from his face is streaming down onto Barry's and mixing with the sand on his face and turning into this horrible, like, red mud and Lark just goes, first one's a warning.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) wow.
4: By the way, this is just Thanos. Sparrow just we're just doing Thanos. Yeah, pretty much. So now it's Barry's turn. So he... Are we going to solve this before Beth
2: gets the turn? Yeah. So he is going to, even though he's got disadvantage on any visual stuff, he is going to say, I suppose it's time... Stop talking to yourself. Stop talking to yourself, asshole. I'm I'm talking to you. Whatever. Shut up. My ass. And as he says that, uh, he transforms. What beneath you, Daryl? You feel all of a sudden his flesh starts to push toward your body in a way that doesn't make sense. Like little spikes coming toward his flesh, and then it starts to grow hard. And then you realize his entire body is beginning to spindle outwards and grow hard and black. And he's turning into a large bipedal tree called a blackthorn. Oh shit! With like little like twigs on it as sharp as blades, and it's still. Blinded. It's a blind tree for this turn. What am I holding on to now? So you're basically holding onto the tree itself as he stands up and you're sort of dangling from the branches of the tree Can now. You as roll he's... for like
4: dexterity or something? It feels like this tree. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, my dexterity is seven plus one, so I got an eight. Okay, so
2: you fall off of the tree as he like very suddenly transforms and you get knocked back and you take a d6 of damage as you oh, hit the shit. ground. And then he is going to, oh, it's in a cone. Oh, it's in a cone. Okay, <laughs> he's going to open his mouth. And because this doesn't require him to make a two hit, his disadvantage isn't going to matter for this particular one. He's going to open his mouth and he exhales a green gas in a 30-foot cone, which I imagine hits Daryl and Lark and Paden and Henry, but probably nobody else because you haven't run up to him yet. Okay. So all of you, and by all of you, I mean both of you and then two fictional characters, make a (laughs) constitution saving throw. You're looking for more than a 14 on your constitution. That's a 20. I got a 19. Hayden and Lark both rolled very poorly. He's
4: just counting that poor boy. Leave him alone. You take
2: half damage on a successful save. So you both take. Wait, I thought we have the crystals up though. Isn't there a crystal that? So yeah, you say that as that's happening, and (laughs) Barry goes, "Do you think that I wouldn't make myself an exemption to the spell? Do you you not understand? (laughs) I've been trying to tell you, Hen, over and over." We are superior to other people. The rules don't apply to us, especially the rules about pain. And he does this, and you and Matt take 3d6 damage, and (gasps) then the two boys are going to take 6d6 damage. Oh, my (gasps) God. God.
4: God. Peyton's
1: dead. Shit.
2: I took eight damage. I took eight damage. Okay, so Peyton takes 17 damage, which is a lot. He's bloodied, but he's still alive. Lark takes... 27 damage. Oh my God. And I'm sorry, this is not going to be a pleasant description, but you see Lark trying to anger his way through the pain that is coursing through him as he begins to hack and cough. And he's looking Barry dead in the eye with nothing but hatred as he falls to his knees and then just falls over.
1: Oh my God. And
2: he's not moving. Uh, And now it's Ron's turn.
1: Fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I was a lot I was a lot more excited about this turn a few turns ago. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay.
4: Ronnie, you gotta save everybody.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. Um so the tree can't see. <laughs> Right? The tree is blind. The tree is blind. But it has a mouth. I have no mouth and I must tree. Um,
4: <laughs> he's got to get that crystal. That's, yeah, your, that's so, your specialty pickpocket.
1: Yeah. Okay. So can the tree feel anything? Does the tree bark function at all like skin?
2: Yeah. He'll feel stuff.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool.
2: And just so you know, the crystal, now that he's in tree form, it's dangling from one of his branches like a Christmas ornament.
1: I want to like attack him physically and then have uh mr mustache fetch the crystal (gasps) oh
2: shit oh wow oh shit okay so then what you'd be doing is you would be rolling an attack and it doesn't matter whether you succeed or not because you're just doing it to distract him and then that would give mr mustache
4: advantage on a sleight of hand roll to try to bite the crystal off of the branch that's like playing hunter in world of warcraft now which is my yeah. favorite class because you get an animal so now you yeah, just you're have now to, a pet class <laughs> yeah, You, get to, you get a pet class. is there a pet class in DD? i'm pretty sure there is well there is now
2: but it's sure. definitely not a rogue with a dog who has a mustache that <laughs> so is also their friend
1: i'm gonna say that i'm gonna chop at him with one of my business cards so i've got 17 plus four
2: so with a 21 you would hit if the crystal were not an issue, but. As it is, your business card comes up and it comes down in a beautiful slicing motion as you jump through the air. And with all of your might, you slash downward, but it still stops a hair's breadth away from actually hitting the bark. And Barry, the tree, is like, see, the friends you've made are so stupid, Hen. I don't understand. And as he's saying that, Mr. Mustache, who I just rolled for, gets advantage on his sleight of hand roll. Mr. Mustache fucking gallops toward the tree. And jumps into the air with, like, a silent whisper. He, like, sails through the air with an open good boy mouth. His mustache (laughs) tail's, like, flapping in the wind. Mr. Mustache. Yes. And uh, wide-mouthed, he clamps his jaw around the crystal and plucks it off the tree like a fucking ripe apple and then just lands with it and he's got it in his jaw now.
4: And then he runs down the street and you're like, come on, boy, come back. You don't have a leash <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on, come <laughs> yeah, on. And then he gives it back to Barry He goes, throw it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now it is Henry's turn again.
3: Okay, Henry, who just saw, and again, I he knows it's a homunculus, but he just saw his son- get racked with pain and drop over dead basically yeah it's just blinded with rage he sees the crystal in mr mustache's hands or his <laughs> maw rather and runs up bear style and just swipes the, the i'm just gonna smash the crystal
2: mr mustache can read the room and he just drops the crystal out <laughs> of his mouth and then backs away
3: i say give
2: <laughs> so go ahead and uh, give me a roll
3: all right i got a 17 for my first attack That does it. Would you bring down your claws on it? Yes.
2: With the strength of a bear empowered by the strength of an angry father, your claw comes down and just slices the fucking crystal in twain. It's Mm -hmm. just like, like again, like in an anime, slow motion is (laughs) sharp. And (laughs) Barry goes, "Uh, uh, ah," and then like turns and looks and sees the crystal shattering. Mm -hmm. And even though he's only in tree form, you can still see and sense that for the first time he is at a loss for words. So you got another attack.
3: All right, Henry lets out a vicious roar and just chomps into the side of this tree and just starts ripping Bark out with his maw. Awesome, give me a roll. Or just gets a
0: good back scratch from... (laughs) Nice, yeah. You know.
3: Oh, natural 20.
0: Whoa, okay, roll Roll your damage. Die twice.
3: Check out the big brain on Brad. Um, (laughs) Oh man, shitty roll. Uh, That's a three plus four is seven damage. Did you roll damage twice? Yes, I did. I because I got two. It's two d eight plus four, so I rolled two d eight, and I guess that's what One I got. And two. Yeah. Oh no.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Whiff city. You managed to take a chunk out of him, mm-hmm. even though you can tell it didn't actually hurt him that much. He like yelps in surprise and looks down, and he just goes, "How dare you!" The psychic damage of having his son raise a hand or a, mm-hmm. a mouth to him, I guess, is almost more damaging than the bite itself. <laughs>
0: Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by Hymns.
1: Hymns.
0: Hymns.
1: Ooh, it's, uh, it's boner
3: pills, that's y'all. That's
1: special somebody. Dungeons
3: and Daddies is brought to you in a discreet
1: package this week. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: Delivered to your doorstep by Hymns. Hymns. Uh, sick of the one size fits all method, especially when it comes to your erectile dysfunction treatment? Yes. The good news, you got options now with Hims. Hims is changing men's healthcare by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Mm. From the they spelled comfort wrong. <laughs> oh
4: my gosh, that is so silly. HIMS
0: provides access to doctor trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments. Wait, like- are they chewable or are they hard? They're chewable.
1: So are. Can I get a hard mint that makes
0: my penis chewable? brand name treatments like Viagra or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple, 100% online. Answer a series of questions on their site and the medical provider will determine the right treatment option. And if prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance necessary. It's not free though. The shipping is free. The shipping The medication free. is, you're going you to still pay money you have obviously. To pay for that. Yeah. They're not just handing out boner pills
1: That'd in Biden's America. that be pretty sick, yeah. They
3: should do like the Red Bull ladies. Do you know what oh I mean? Oh god. My god. I would imagine? love to be a
1: Red Bull woman for boner pills.
0: It's an is getting you down here it's time for you to join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers and get treated start your free online visit today at hims.com slash daddies that's h-i-m-s dot com slash daddies for your personalized ed treatment options hims.com slash daddies hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the fda prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan Dungeons and Days is brought to you this week by Chime. Ding dong, it's summertime. Oh, wow. It's just, summer should be about I'm chilling warm. with your bros and warmth, not financial stress. But with a Chime Secure Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so too
3: will do your opportunities. Well,
1: maybe actually. Okay.
3: Will Chime get my bot ready for swimsuit season?
0: It will get your. Uh, credit score ready for loan and car or home season
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yes
0: chime credit bill or visa credit card here's what it's got no annual fees interest or credit check to apply use it everywhere visa credit cards are accepted build credit using your own money. There's like all sorts of extra features. So, for example, fee free overdraft with SpotMe. You can overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit.
3: Where's Waldo uses SpotMe?
0: True. (laughs) After Waldo sets up a qualifying direct deposit and he signed up for SpotMe, Chime will spot Waldo up to your limit when Waldo makes a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that sees Waldo's bounce. If they can find him, how how do you think Waldo affords going to all those places? He's traveling all the time. It
3: must cost a fortune. He's probably using Chime to build up credit to take out, I guess, loans to take trips places
0: and here's the yeah. thing when, when Waldo goes around there's like 60,000 plus fee-free free ATMs Waldo can go to any ATM he could be anywhere that's but more than the But they can't top find three. him on
1: the security you can't find him on security
0: camera cameras. that's more than the top 3 national banks combined so you can easily find an ATM near you with the chime app Send and receive money too. Chime to pay anyone, including Waldo. Chime members are not in cash out your money fee free. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can improve your credit scores all summer long. Get started today at Chime.com slash daddies. That's chime.com slash daddies. Chime. Bro,
1: you know that Waldo is married because he's always hiding from the wife. Dang.
0: Chime feels <laughs> like progress. That's who you play.
1: Yep.
0: That's who you play, and where's Waldo? You play his wife
3: yep. looking for it. And
1: I'm just nagging him all the time. Poor guy's just hiding out.
0: The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Spot me eligibility. Requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network ATM withdrawal. No TC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go
4: disclosures for details. Glenn.
0: Okay, okay, okay,
4: okay. There's a lot of work for that oil thing when we just broke the crystal. Listen, this is this is No good backup plan. It's
2: not any less of a good plan. That's true,
0: that's yeah. true. You can still burn down the whole place. Yeah. It's that's not true. enough to defeat Barry. <laughs> I wanna burn down
4: his entire thing. Yeah, that's we need to we need ground. to
3: ruin the lives of a bunch of innocent people who had nothing to do
4: with it too. I, I mean, out. Know, they're a out. bunch of good Germans. Let's be honest. <laughs> they knew what was going on. <laughs> 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 they knew what was going on.
0: All right. But it's dark. <laughs>
1: oh, man.
0: So I'm going to cast Bestow Curse. Whoa. Yes. Ooh, Sunday. So Bestow Curse, this is a, a spell I picked up. Just a little trick I picked up on the road. You touch a creature, and that creature must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become cursed for the duration of the spell. The wisdom save is 14, Anthony. Okay. When you cast a spell, choose the nature of a curse from the following options, which I have a number of things. Glenn pulls out this index finger like a six-shooter and blows on it and goes, boop, motherfucker, and he touches him. He's like, "Here, are hereby cursed. Uh, what happens if he saves? Uh, if he saves, then nothing happens. <laughs> Great game, Guygax. Gygax. <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, he saves. So you turned means nothing, apparently. I'm sorry. Because <laughs>
3: Glenn does not have the actual power to curse people. He just thinks he does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Glenn's like, well, oh, man, I thought this would work. <laughs> In the meantime, then, Glenn, for like the, you know, the additional or the movement bonus action, is going to like head on over to the window. I assume that Aaron's familiars are smart enough to kind of keep an eye on us. Oh, for sure. Are they out there? Is one of them out there? Yeah, you can see the owl is particularly making circles
2: around uh, the temple tower trying to catch sight of you when, when he does. Uh, it sees you and then just start, sort of starts hovering in place like it cocks its head as if waiting for instruction. I go, not yet,
0: but <laughs>
2: you'll know. It uh, makes a thumbs up as much as an owl possibly can with its uh, talons. Daryl, is your turn.
4: Daryl is shaking some lack of confidence as he's looking through his uh, sheet and realizes there's a ton of things he could have done. Like uh, advantage on dex rolls and he could have uh, probably reduce the damage to save Henry's boys <laughs> um, if he looked, paid more attention to what he was fucking doing. So anyways, Daryl shakes that off. And first thing, he looks at Henry. Mm-hmm. He's given the nod of like, you want me to go hard on this? Are we going on your, are we doing this? Are we smashing your dad up? Like he's like, Henry's
3: not paying attention to Daryl. Henry is too pissed off and is trying to take this tree down.
4: All right. Then Daryl seeing that Henry's enraged, like he's got it. And Daryl, his first move is I'm going to run to pick up. Peyton. Okay. So I run, I pick up Payton. He's still coughing.
5: <coughs> baby boy, baby boy. <laughs>
4: oh. uh, d- yeah, Daryl's so overwhelmed. He, he are picks are you up.
2: okay,
5: son?
4: <coughs> he goes, I got you, dad. Daryl runs and puts Payton to the far end of the room and then turns around and with a second action, he throws his axe at Barry. It feels like you don't want to let go of your thing, but okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's happening. All right, go for it. Give me a roll. That's a Seven bardic inspiration oh bardic inspiration what do i do roll a d8 roll a one d8 i got a one on your eight what zeppelin gave you a one yep sorry bro (laughs) that's what happened
2: yeah so unfortunately barry just slaps the axe out of the air with one of his branchy hands and now it is sparrow's turn he just saw his brother fall to the ground in front of him oh no and he turns and he sees payden coughing and hacking up in the corner like completely helps do anything And Sparrow goes, all right, it's fine. You got to do something. You do it yourself.
5: Oh, God. He walks
2: across the room while you guys are fighting, like limping like fucking John McClane (laughs) at the end of Die Hard. Oh, God. And he picks up the glove of his that he gave to his brother, and then he picks up his brother's glove, gently taking it from his limp hand, Pausing to like put a hand on Lark and go, I'm gonna fuck him up real good, brother. He closes his eyes. <laughs> he, he closes his eyes, but with the big Hulk hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he punches his hands together and he goes, Power, 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 power! <laughs> and he runs and does a diving like both of his fists out like fucking Captain
0: Marvel. Holy and shit. And he rolls, oh, and he hits. Yeah! Really quick. Wait, 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 Anthony, do you realize that this scene is foreshadowed in literally episode one? No. he's they're biting a tree. we are punching a tree. When we, first. Tree. Oh, fuck. <laughs> when we first meet Larkin and Sparrow, that's, we, they that's were punching. Isn't that crazy? That is really that's wild. That is fucking cloudy hell. That's, that's
4: crazy. so good. Power, and they're saying power the yeah. whole time. Holy Cut out all shit. this so it seems intentional.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, so shit. Wow. So, yeah, he's going to basically get a double attack, one with each glove, which is definitely not something those gloves say you should do, but fuck it. It's cool. <laughs> Once he's hit him with both gloves, he like reaches back before he even falls down and hits the ground and then just slams him again and hits him both times. So he's going to do... No,
3: Anthony, these are weapons from D&D 1.0. So you have to adjust for inflation, which means they're yeah, five absolutely. times as powerful. Yeah. This is 5. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, these are actually 5e weapons
2: that I put uh, in the 1.0 dungeon. <laughs> you hate I cheated.
0: So what are they, actually? Yeah, what are they? From this attack, can we
2: figure out what they are? Okay, so these this is now a homebrewed version of the Gauntlets of Ogre Power. Oh. He... Hits him with these gauntlets and it does more damage than would usually happen from an unarmed attack mm. uh, and is easier to hit. And Sounds it does a lot little
3: ogre powered to me.
2: <laughs> so it's going to do 16 damage. Whoa! With those two hits. Strong boy. Barry just looks at him with shock and horror and he goes, There it is. That's what I've been wanting to see. That's what I want to see. And now it is Barry's turn. He feels you ripping at the bark of his tree body mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, Enough of this, enough of this. And he again begins to morph and his branches begin to turn green and slimy and they turn into tentacles as his body begins to turn into a large, almost frog like creature. And his head turns into an eye stalk of three eyes all next to each other. And he's turned into a frog hemoth. Whoa. What? And in frog form, He's going to take out his tentacle and he is going to grapple Henry with it. So he's going to roll to see if he can grapple. So unfortunately, with your armor class being as low as he is, he only rolled a two, but he has a plus 10 to hit with his tentacle.
3: Okay, fair enough. So
2: he's going to do 3d8 plus six bludgeoning damage to you.
3: 3d8 plus six bludgeoning damage. We're getting
1: carried away. He was just grappling. He's not going to do... And he's going
3: to grapple you. Oh, Okay, uh, oh shit, I have bear HP, don't I? You do. God fucking damn it. I just realized the bear has way less HP. Okay, let's see. So 17, I got nine HP left. But I think if I turn back into a human form, I don't come back with nine HP, right? You will still lost
2: whatever HP you would lost, but it goes from your human maximum, I think. Gotcha, yeah. So he's got four tentacles, and every individual tentacle can't attack more than once if it's grappling somebody, but he can attack twice. So with his second tentacle, he's going to reach out and Barry, in his massive frog hemoth form, is going, Now, which one of these do you like the most? Mm, Daryl, the big one, the big boy. Yes, you. And he's going to lash out with his tentacle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Ron's like, Hey, Glenn, you want to get out of here? I mean, <laughs> hey, we
4: could just go. So he lashes out with his tentacle at you, Daryl. What is your AC? Uh, While not wearing armor, your AC equals 10 plus dex modifier plus constitution modifier plus any shield bonus. Holy shit. So it's actually my AC is 17.
2: Whoa. We need to get you a shield, dude. So he only rolled a five. So a 15 does not beat your 17. Woo! So... He tries to wrap his tentacle around you. What is it that Daryl does that prevents him from gaining purchase?
4: Like all belts that don't quite fit around Daryl. It it begins, it it begins to wrap around and then with a big sigh, he goes, and he just kind of like pushes his gut out and uh, flicks the tentacle right back at him. That's so good. But but (laughs) Daryl's pants fall off at the same time. But (laughs) But he realizes his zipper's down.
3: <laughs> oh my God. That's
5: so good.
2: It's Sparrow's turn again. He is going to attack twice and he whiffs with both. He gets a one and a two. So unfortunately, he misses with both fists. Dang. Oh. Ron, it is your turn.
1: I'm going to pick up uh Daryl's axe and I'm going to try to cut off one of the tentacles. Give me a roll. That is a 14 plus 3, 17
2: that is going to do it go ahead and give me damage
1: uh seven plus three is ten
2: okay so you do ten damage to him describe what happens as you bring this fucking axe down because this is actually a pretty hardcore looking ron move yeah this is some ronald the
3: barbarian stuff
1: ron looks super cool and uh (laughs) and
4: (laughs) even daryl's like whoa super
1: badass um Mr. Mustache is like cheering him on. They're really like a great Airbud duo (laughs) right now. Where it's like, "Yo, dog, you did a great job. I'm doing a good job for my dog." And then Ron just like his uh, delts. I don't know what the thingy on the muscle thingy on the side of your arm is, but like when they're big but like defined, they're kind of hot. Um, he like he looks. Bicep or tricep? No, no, he looks really hot. Like the thing is, okay, okay, okay. okay, Brings the axe down. I think the tentacle makes its own noise, like that. Like, you know, like a Medusa sort of. "Ah!" And then, yeah, that's what happens. And I think that Ron is going to use the rest of his turn to try and see if he can shepherd any of the children sort of away from this situation.
2: Okay. You slice through the tentacle and it goes limp immediately. So now Henry is no longer grappled, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to get Sparrow away? Yeah. Okay, so Sparrow is still trying to punch at the frog. Is probably going to fight back against you. So you're going to have to make an opposed strength check. And he's wearing gauntlets of strength. (laughs)
1: Actually, I'll just try to convince him. Oh, okay, go. all right. How to convince? Uh, this is pretty boring, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> roll persuasion with I want to say triple disadvantage. <laughs> I'm, just,
1: I'm just saying it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot less boring over out there. That's where.
2: Make your horrible sh- persuasion roll
1: disadvantage so let's see here i got a seven
2: yeah he turns back at you and you have literally never seen more bloodlust in a human being in your (laughs) entire life i am
1: so sorry (laughs) i just just trying to save you
2: (laughs) And he goes there's no saving this henry it's your turn
3: Henry is going to debare, and then he is going to cast blight on his father. Necromantic energy washes over a creature of your choice that you can see from within range, draining moisture and vitality from it. So it's a constitution saving throw.
2: Ooh, unfortunately, constitution is something this Froghemoth is very strong at, so he saves. Ah fuck. He got a natural 20 plus five.
3: God damn. Damn it! All right, um, all right. Well, let's see. Hold on. Uh, all right, so he's going to take forty-eight damage. Ooh,
2: lovely. Oh, that would have been eighty-eight if he hadn't saved. Yeah, would have been eighty-eight. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's one
3: of my specials. It's one of Henry's limit breaks. <laughs> he takes sixteen damage. Henry looks to Ron and to Sparrow and sees this argument going on, and he says, "Let him fight, Ron."
1: <laughs> Henry, let's get out of here. Come on, we, we we we. You don't want to do this to your dad.
3: Ron, I don't want to hurt my dad, but I got to know where my kids are. I need to know, and he knows, and we're going to make him talk. Just like Jack Bauer. He's not going to tell you. I mean, we got to find that out, though, man. Like, I can't. He knows where my kids are. Okay, so as you
2: say that, your eyes briefly dart to the inert form of Lark on the ground. Actually, give me a perception roll.
3: This doesn't have to do with smelling, does it? Uh, I... Uh, you know what? It can. Oh, I thought I had like a, hold on one second. Oh no, it was in my brown bear form, which I just turned out of. Damn it.
2: Actually, you know what? No, give me a retroactive roll for your brown bear form because you would have smelled this regardless of what was going on at the time.
3: Okay. In that case, I get advantage on rolls based around my keen sense of smell. So I got a 17. So in this moment, there
2: was a scent on the air that you couldn't
3: quite place initially
2: when you were in bear form. But as you're arguing with Ron about what to do to find your kids, you smell and then you hear a voice from the wall going, Father, Father, the afterlife, it is dark. (laughs) And then Sparrow (laughs) begins to hear it, too. And Sparrow's like, Brother! Brother, where are you? And you just hear Lark's voice going. I don't know, but I can see you, and you're uncut. You're sleeping. Oh, you, you
3: like little angel when you're sleeping. And he goes, thank you, brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, you can definitely hear them within earshot.
3: Okay, so they're within. I'm not hearing that like in my no, mind no. You're or physically
2: hearing yeah, that in the space, in
3: earshot. I'm like, guys, the kids. I can hear them. They're in the walls. It's like in that movie with the aliens, where they're in the walls. Murph. The clock, the clock, the one with the clock's in the wall. The interstellar. Remember when the the Hawkeye from Dazed and Confused is stuck in the wall? It's like that. Oh. I don't know if they're in another dimension, but I can hear them. Make some noise, Lark. Just bang around on stuff. You're getting a one-time pass (laughs) from your dad to make as much of a ruckus as you are right now.
2: (laughs) You hear the sound of somebody struggling, and you hear the familiar voice of your son, Lark, going...
5: Ah, noise,
3: noise,
2: noise. Party time, party time. Somebody find me. I want to beat up my granddad. Ah. So basically on anybody's turn, you can use a bonus action to make a perception roll. And if you succeed, you'll narrow down where in the room he is.
3: I am going to also use Balm of the Summer Court as a bonus action to cast some heel skis for real skis on my boy. On Sparrow? How about Payton? Freddy didn't heal Peyton. Peyton's hurt. He's real boy. <laughs> oh, wait, no, he's not like <laughs> monkey too. No, but, like, he doesn't have a real form, so we don't know what happens to Peyton. Yeah, he like, might vanish. Peyton gets, yeah. But Peyton's also kind of out of the fight right now.
4: That's true. And Glenn can also heal, so... I didn't say anything because he was doing it, but I just laughed because the turn before Freddy's two kids got freaking destroyed and then he just walked <laughs> past them and did his curse <laughs> instead of healing them. I'm trying to roleplay Glenn as accurately no, no, was as perfect. possible. That's why I didn't say anything. I didn't want to make you feel bad so about if it. if you
0: get in the way of my
4: method, Matt, I will not have it. That's why I didn't say anything. I wanted you to do it. Wait,
1: so are we trying to heal these kids that aren't real kids?
4: (laughs) I don't know. Good question.
1: Uh, I
3: guess you're right. And if anything, if they're both over there, I can hear them both better and they can make more noise. Fair enough. I'm going to heal Payton for 10 hit points of damage. Payton's coughing stops and he like
2: tries to get back up. He goes like, oh, no. He grabs his chest and then it just sort of sits back down. He's like, moral support. I got you for back here. Thank you, though.
0: (laughs) Glenn. So wait, so this creature has three eyes is what you're saying, right? Height. So if I cast hypnotic pattern, will that work like three times as strong because it's, you know what well, I'm saying? I mean, like, if anything, I, presuming an enemy that has two
2: eyes, a third eye would just mean that it works <laughs> 1.5 times as strong.
0: Yeah. Dude, I'm just, listen, I'm just following the math that Mr. Gax laid down. <laughs> yeah, let's say it's 1.5 times as effective. Okay, so I'm going to cast... Hypnotic pattern. Before I do, I'm going to yell, I'm muffs, <laughs> So immediately Sparrow puts his whole hands up to his face.
3: <laughs> now,
0: do the other dads think about this?
3: Uh, Henry does because he knows the term I'm Uffs,
4: So he covers his eyes. Okay. Wait, what did you say, Freddie? So Daryl doesn't Daryl do, okay, doesn't so do Daryl it. So Daryl misses it. <laughs> you said I'm, a? I'm Uffs? I'm Oh, I'm muffs. <laughs> That's the last thing you say
2: before
0: he does it. <laughs> 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 and then Ron, would you put your eye muffs on?
1: Uh yeah.
0: You definitely see
2: Mr. Mustache do it with his little doggy paws and go like oh, and-,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I try to do it that with my ears too.
0: <laughs> okay, so whatever you do, both Daryl and Ron are probably gonna also suffer the consequences. So I will cast hypnotic pattern. I create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30-foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. Saving a 14 here. Failed save, you're charmed. While charmed, you're incapacitated and have zero speed. Whoa, okay. It's basically, it looks like one of those old iTunes music visualizers. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like I found some bootleg fireworks when we were like walking through. Glenn just picks up bootleg fireworks wherever city they go into. And this one's like the iTunes visualizer bootleg fireworks.
4: We got this in Waterdeep. Just, yeah. (laughs) I honestly really wanted to fail this one. I wanted you to... I don't know. I just want to sit there, but now I got 19 plus one on my wisdom. So that's a 20. Ron.
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Plus one. So that's going to be a three. <laughs>
2: oh, no. Okay. So both Ron and the frog chemist, uh, Look at this conflagration of colors and really cool visual effects. They stare dumbfounded and, and dumbstruck at it. The froghemoth's jaw just sort of goes slack and his big old tongue lolls out. And you can see on the end of his tongue is another smaller, like, tentacle sucker thingy.
3: And he goes, but... <laughs> Why sir? <laughs> oh my god. Y'all remember that funny frogs? They were great. Oh what? my god.
2: Okay, so yeah, he is charmed and
0: incapacitated. So Anthony, this lasts for one minute. One minute! So the spell ends <laughs> no, uh, but, uh, but when you get hit. The charm goes away, right? Yes, when you get hit, you'll get kicked out and if someone uses an action to shake you out of your stupor, which we can do okay. for Ron. Yeah.
1: Hey girl, are you this spell or my ex? Because you lasted for one minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's like really long, right? That's like a turn. Yeah. 10 turns or
1: something. That is so long. Yeah, it's a long time. Hey, that's great. I like that. So
0: wait, we have 10 turns to so just kind of chill for a second, y'all. It is Daryl's turn. So can you tell that he's
2: charmed? I just saw a cool fireworks show. Yeah, you, I mean, you saw his mouth go open. He looked like something happened to him.
3: Wait, Glenn, this is the perfect time to bust out your crocodile hunter impression to talk about how he subdued this big frog. Now, boys, have a look over here. What we why got? You, here's a frog. Say say
2: that, that knocks him out of his charm state.
1: <laughs> what? Uh no! oh, God, yes. Uh-oh, she's going to the death roll. Oh, crikey!
4: Oh, crikey! Woke right up. Daryl runs over to Ron and grabs his axe. And goes, Ron, snap out of it. Do I? You do. All right. That was the main action on your turn, was snapping Ron out of it. That was my main action, but I'm a barbarian, so we're stone combat, right? Great, yep. Hell yeah. So I got second action. I try to listen for the kids' voices in the wall as my second action. Okay, great. Give me a, a perception roll. Uh, that's a five. Uh, so unfo- I walk into the wall. <laughs> it's straight
3: into it. <laughs> it's like, they're inside the frog, and he just starts punching the frog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Sparrow is going to make a perception roll. So he gets a 15, so he can tell there are four pillars of tree things holding up this room on the Mm -hmm. four corners of the room and he can sense that it's in one of those four corners, and he's going
4: to spend another action. Basic video game design. Obviously, got to smash the pillars open. I'd be careful. These feel like they
3: could be load-bearing trees, Load-bearing, though. yeah, I'm careful. Sure. You want to call
4: OSHA before we... So uh, he would attack, but
2: because he has a full action, essentially, while Barry is incapacitated, he's just going to roll again to see if he can narrow it down, and he does. It's one of the two on the east side of the room, mm-hmm. and that is his turn. Now it's Barry's turn. He is completely incapacitated and charmed. So he just and
0: his just tongue is continuing to loll around and When Ampit
3: really whips the llamas
0: ass uh. <laughs> So Glenn that's part of the concentration is like doing like Vita- <dancing> <ña-> <Ruiner> <grainer> that's great <grainer> yeah, you're, still,
2: you're like you're like one of those like guys at are rave with little lights on the end of your fingers that are just like <laughs> yeah yeah
0: oh no that's exactly what it is glenn has two glow sticks and he's doing glow stick like stuff yes, like you know what mean? Sticks. <laughs> yes. i love that he yelled like hey everyone look away because i know how powerful <laughs> this is <laughs> here's the best part about hypnotic pattern this is in dnd i'm not making this up this is in D components a glowing stick of incense <laughs> or crystal vial filled with phosphorescent material. If that's not just a glow stick and I don't know really two of them, that is literally what the component says. That's Glenn incredible. cracks two glow sticks and is sitting there like it's a rave. He's got a binky and he's doing sick moves <laughs> and he's humming sandstorm this whole time. He's like, Don't worry about it, I'm just working on this. This is one point five times as effective, guys. I did the math. <laughs> okay.
4: So Barry is just overwhelmed like I was at like a middle school dance just- I the dancing and just watching the kid in the Listen, corner playing with the glow sticks.
1: I went cool. to a modest mouse concert in 2012 where Isaac Brock drank a glow stick and I heard that he had to go to the hospital after so, oh my so, God. so yeah, it's not good so yeah, you could definitely do something with that.
4: I love this whole time Barry is just staring at Glenn doing glow, glow sticks. sticks.
1: <laughs>
5: Uh,
4: defeated rules. Them with moments like these
5: like I wonder dude. if I should
2: have added minions to the fight so that they could wake up their dad
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ron it is your turn I'm gonna drink a <laughs> no, um, I think I'm just gonna go knock on one of those pillars knock on wood
2: okay so you knock have a 50 wood. 50 Three chance one. of being the correct pillar
3: and, and no consequences if it's not
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So give me an evens or an odds, and I'll roll a D20. Give me your favorite
3: character from the show, Even Stevens.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go for beans.
3: What? what So is that evens evens. or odds?
1: That's an Even Stevens reference. (laughs) Will, like, literally just left me hanging in the grossest, most upsetting way. (laughs) The second you move from the
3: fact that I know the name of the show is Even Stevens, (laughs) you are out of my depth on Even Stevens lore. (laughs)
4: Will like yelled at you for a layup and you jumped in midair and Will was just turning around and like, dribbling really the other direction. It.
1: Man. It was an I was drinking layup. Gatorade we by the bed to the moon in 1969. Beth,
3: that joke was only for me to be funny. It wasn't for you to take and <laughs> oh, then be funny as okay. well. I was just dude, doing a joke sorry. for me. That's the, sorry I totally misread
1: that. I'm so sorry, dude. It's one I, of the most rem- important
2: things in improv is make sure you're the only one who looks good. Yeah,
1: no, like Will sent out an email earlier that like we can only be funny like at this certain time. And like, you know, so like that's really my bad dog. We
4: had slots reserved. We did. Yeah.
1: yeah. That was my reservation. we we'll put up a
4: post on the mirror so that all of us I could know. see it. You know, like, said, I hey, I'm, you know. It's like I'm
1: only allowed to be funny during the um, elderly Trader Joe's shopping hour between an, <laughs> 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then I'm not allowed to be funny
2: okay, other than Beth, that. Would you like evens or odds?
1: Well, Anthony. <laughs> 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 well, Anthony, what should I? I'm going to go with um, evens.
2: All right, so I rolled a five, unfortunately. So you start, like, hacking away at one of the trees, I presume. Inside, there's nothing. It's just more wood. But now you know exactly which one he's in.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking head in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's
2: now inappropriate, it's Henry's turn. I go,
1: Ron, give me your axe. I throw the axe, My but, axe like, in a polite way where he's, you know... I throw it well. I say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't say
3: please. I know, like Father! you know, like I, I try to be more communicative."
1: I say, "Hey, Henry, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about everything." Henry,
3: <laughs> uh, Henry takes the axe and busts open the
2: tree
0: to find his boys. I don't feel like you have to make a roll for any of this. You have to roll to see if it's exactly like in The Shining, where you hit the axe and you stick your head in, you yeah. know, like with a big old Here's Jack Nicholson grin.
1: That's what I was. I made the joke that was like worse than that.
0: Oh, that's what you were. Oh, yeah, no,
1: the like, bash your fucking head in thing. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. I see. Oh. Yeah, see. See, it all works out, guys. Here's Ronnie.
2: Here's Ronnie.
1: Um, Yeah. So
2: retroactively, you got that joke. In the scorecard at the end of this episode, that one will be in
0: your column. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the scorekeeping on the jokes, let's just make a quick asterisk on that one.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Really fought hard for that one.
0: Um, Okay, so yeah, you hack open
2: the tree, and inside of it, you see your two beautiful boys, their real bodies, entangled in a bunch of roots and sort of pinned up against this wall, and you can see almost like big gerbil feeders of water and food and stuff sort of going into them. (laughs) That's nice. Sparrow is totally unmoving in there. The real body of Sparrow is unmoving, Mm -hmm. and the real body of Lark is awake, and it goes, daddy! And he, like, rips off the roots, and he reaches through the hole in the tree and just hugs you real big.
3: I hug him tight, and I say, oh my god, Lark! Oh! Oh, so scary! I'm so glad I found you! And then I look, and I see, so Sparrow's still, like, conscious, right? Yes, the
2: homunculus Sparrow is still conscious, so his real body is unconscious conscious
3: i gently pick up sparrow and i said guys let's get the fuck out of here
0: okay oh, that yeah. sounds good <laughs> right like gl- yeah. let's go yeah no, let's, let's get l- out of here
4: look around like i'm getting to the the drop though i'm getting close to the drop <laughs> Glenn, We can do your cool edm <laughs> show later but let's move on we gotta go Daryl picks up homunculus kid also, I guess. He's just doing what Henry tells him, so he's picking up homunculus kid there, and Caden. I, there's no, there's, we only have one homunculus left. You're carrying the two real boys, and there's one that's not dead, so I'm confused, so Daryl just picks up the <laughs>
2: homunculus one who's awake. <laughs> yeah, Sparrow's like, I'm ambulatory.
4: No, I'm picking them up by, like, the <laughs> We, just, call, we
1: just end up with this other kid that, like, isn't ours.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm holding them by, like, the back of their shirts, like, their luggage, and I'm just
2: sprinting out of there. <laughs> and Sparrow's like, this is not dignified. Okay, so here's the thing because it's a concentration spell, as Freddie has mentioned, the second he breaks this concentration... I break. He is going to come out of it. Mm. But hold on, hold on. Here's the question. We got up via elevator, right? Yes. And it was an elevator that was basically controlled by a tree growing. So you get the sense that it was berry that was raising and lowering that thing so there's just a pretty precipitous drop and then a really long set of stairs that you could alternately take back down
3: oh it's like a shinra building situation he's holding these kids like luggage
4: and he's pressing the elevator he's like guys are we going or what i'm holding the luggage guys, here Wait, How so first
3: did... of all henry grabs his overnight oats on the way out because that would suck to have done that all this oh
5: no we forgot um, i don't know oh, if i need to no. eat
3: this or break it or what but i'm just gonna <laughs> Can't take it with me. But like, guys, my mom's still up here. We got to save my mom. Right as you say that, and
2: as you're considering what to do with the concentration spell and how Glenn's going to keep him there, you hear the door to her bedroom open, and she walks out holding her knitting needles, one in each fist, as if they're daggers, and she looks at you, Henry, and she goes, you broke the crystal?
3: Yeah, I broke the crystal. We, we got to go, mom. We got to go. We got to get out of here.
2: She shakes her head and she goes, you have to go. And she starts walking toward the froggy form of Barry. Mom, what are you doing? I told you don't ever come back here. And that's what I want you to do. I have unfinished business with your father.
3: Henry realizing the situation and what his mom is, wants to do and realizing how serious she is about it.
0: He turns to her and he's like, mom, I... I I love you. I love you too, son. So uh, during all of this, Glenn is just like making up techno now, just trying to, he's just been trying to <laughs> extend this drop. It's, a, it's
2: a very important <laughs> listener that when you imagine that heartfelt scene between yeah. mother and son, that you also imagine you Glenn also in, the imagine in the background with glow sticks, just punching <laughs> the air and doing sandstorms. What you hear
0: is this. What like you're, hearing, up you're hearing is <laughs> you're <laughs> 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 He's like looking around like, I can't go much higher than this guy. <laughs>
3: And so Henry hugs his mom. And then as he hugs her, he casts stone skin on her. Oh, cool! Ooh. The spell turns the flesh of a willing creature you touch as hard as stone until the tar- spell ends. The target has resistance to non-magical bludging, piercing, and slashing damage.
4: Oh, so you're not turning her to stone? You're just making her stronger. No, no. strong.
3: <laughs> he turns his mom to stone, okay. and he's also going to. I'm seeing if I have any other buffs for her. <laughs> I'm gonna just, <laughs> just his last parting act is gonna buff up his mom to kick his dad's ass. So <laughs> well,
1: maybe we can give her something besides the knitting needles. Because I mean, what you gonna do? Make him a sweater? <laughs> Ron, it's
3: my mom. She's a badass cleric she knows what she's doing i'm so
1: sorry i'm sorry yeah I-
3: <laughs>
0: no hesitation
1: no i'm sure she's i'm sure she's really um, yeah
0: oh, no. oh my god you have
3: a couple turns before
2: he's gonna wake up right we can be out of initiative now you have essentially as much time as you want to, to do all this stuff presuming your character is thinking relatively quickly which i imagine you would be
3: okay so he casts guidance on her So once before the spell ends, she can add a d4 to any uh, ability check of her choice. She's also going to have resistance, which means she can add a D4 to the number rolled to one saving throw. I know we're not even going to see this fight, so it doesn't I know, matter. This reminds um, me of like
4: when we fight like Amiibos and Smash Brothers. Like It's just going to be two NPCs.
3: <laughs> and then just. the last thing he does is he is going to conjure at third level, he's going to conjure a whole bunch of animals to fight with her. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he summons a uh, giant constrictor snake to fight well. her side and says, you fight with the forest, you fight for the oaks. Goodbye, mother. Despite
2: the fact that her skin is now made of stone, you can see a tear roll down her cheek as she nods solemnly at you, and she looks at the snake and she nods, and then turns back and walks toward your father, brandishing her knitting needles like fangs in her hands as the serpent next to her also brandishes its fangs.
1: Can I roll perception to see if I can take anything else out of here that might be... Handy.
0: Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> nice. Ah, yes, that's the rogue we wanted the whole time,
4: baby. <laughs> Looking for loot. Beth, you are always the rogue we wanted the whole time. Don't listen to Freddy.
1: Damn, thanks. You're welcome. Well, I rolled a three, so... (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, you don't see shit.
2: You don't see shit. What you do is we go into your vision, like a first-person camera, and we see your eyes go over, like, a shimmering gold goblet and, like, a scepter made of fire and a necklace that's, like, talking, and then we come back to you, and you're like, nope, there's
0: nothing in here. (laughs) All right, so are you going to break your uh, concentration? I'm going to tell everyone else, guys, go ahead. I'm going to hold this until the first attack is made. And then the moment that the attack happens, I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself. You see as Autumn Oak
2: leaps into the air with her knitting needles held high, and she... (laughs) She she leaps far higher than anybody should be able to leap and brings the (sighs) knitting needles down and spears his left and right eyes, leaving only the one in the middle unspeared. And then she just opens her mouth and she goes fuck you, hubby. And she fucking, that's horrible. That's horrible. She goes, I want a divorce. She opens her fucking mouth. (laughs) She opens her mouth and she just bites down on the third eye and bursts it and just fucking goop just comes out and just like hits her in the fucking face. And Glenn goes, that's my cue. (laughs) So only Glenn saw that. Yeah. And then the doors slam behind you as you run out (laughs) and you just hear all kinds of fucking fighting.
1: I think that Glenn does a Jeff Goldblum impression from Jurassic Park, The Lost World as like, (laughs) Mommy's very angry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, you hear hissing and you hear stabbing and you and then you hear the sound of a frog Hemoth coming back into consciousness, going rrr, rrr, uh, and fighting and stuff like that as you all run down the stairs. As you get to the entrance, you see the two cards that you told that they were making soup or whatever the fuck or fried chicken, whatever the hell. They were making french fries. <laughs> french fries, thank you. Their whole you see them at the at the
0: front door eating handfuls of french fries. They're like, What's going on? What's I'm on roll perception to see how well done those french fries are, because that's going to be an indicator of what temperature the oil is at. Can you roll? (laughs) That's a 17. They're pretty well done. Okay, okay, okay. Henry says,
3: my mother is fighting for the future of this place. She's fighting for us and for your salvation. Go to her aid. They go, oh, oh, okay. You don't even have to roll for that because you're the prince. They run up as well. As you
2: exit the temple, you see everybody in the village is over eating french fries and laughing around the big bubbling (laughs) pot of oil, except for Canary, who is standing with her back to the entrance and she turns around, she sees you and you see that she's holding a bunch of uh, like seaweed snacks in her hand. And she goes, Oh, 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 boys! Are, are are you okay? Is everything okay? I he- I heard fighting, and I thought that maybe uh, Father Bar had had done something horrible to you. you. Look, you look so wounded. Please take some healing. And she basically opens her hands up and offers you the seaweed snacks. There's eighteen of them, and she says each of these will heal you a little bit. So take as as many as you want
4: to get back up to full health. I was like, nah, zero luck at it. <laughs> <laughs> no he did but I, I, Matt doesn't trust Canary right now I don't know why he's suspicious the Terrell just looks at the seaweed and is like uh, no nah, I'm good thanks though yeah, so first thing I'm going to do is
3: make a perception check insight. on uh, Insight In- damn it I'm not as good as Insight Uh, I got a natural one. So Henry says, Canary, thank you. Um, I have so much to tell you. I just learned a bunch of crazy stuff about my dad. And right now, you have to trust me that he's an evil man. And despite the fact that he's my dad and I love him, he's this just it's it's very complicated. And my right now, my mother is battling and I need you all to go fight for her and to help her. And we can bring peace and we can make the horrible things he's done right again. He starts eating um, some of these seaweed snacks.
0: Glenn doesn't hear the sea, but he does hear
2: the weed part, so he grabs a bunch. Imagining that each one of them restores a D8 of health, how many do
0: each of you take? I would grab like a handful, so I feel like he would be like four. Henry is going to take... Three. Ron, are you eating any? Yeah,
1: I'm taking two, and then Mr. Mustache is taking two, two. too.
4: Hayden's with me. He's
2: looking at that green He's like, stuff. Yeah, I don't He's like, where's you. the fries? Canary fans out the seaweed in front of you. And you guys take it like from a fucking Lunchables commercial where the mom brings out the platter and all the hands come in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you see Canary smile and she goes, "Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much." And do you remember a couple episodes ago? No. Oh. No, I rolled on the encounter table for you. And you you got a natural one. You remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember that. That Mm -hmm. That was
2: when you guys were sleeping, taking a rest on the way to Oakvale. And that night you would heard something shuffling around in the foliage and you didn't think much of it. And if the rest of the night went on, totally fine. Everything seemed okay. But the next morning, if you'd just been a little bit more alert, you would have noticed when you picked up your pack that it was just a little bit lighter than it had been last night when you put it down. And in this moment, as you take the seaweed snacks from Canary, you realize what it was because these seaweed snacks, you expected them to be really like fragile and soft and edible in the way that seaweed snacks tend to be. But they're like pretty firm and pretty smooth. And Canary looks a little bit different. Like there's something going on with her. And after she says, thank you so much, you see that the magical visage falls away and you're not looking at Canary. This is not Canary. You are looking at somebody who has glamored themselves, and that person is Lizard Boy Scales McStuffins, (gasps) a.k.a. CERN.
5: And as you look down
2: into your hands, the seaweed snacks are not seaweed snacks. And she is holding what remains of the deck of many things. What?
5: And each of Uh, you just drew
2: from the deck of many things.
5: Are you fucking
3: fucking kidding me? me? I I did heal 18 points of health, though. I do want to say that. (laughs) You- I should've fucking You known. mother That's so good. fucker! Oh my god!
0: Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. The theme song and outro is All Right by Maxton Waller. The Blackthorn Creature is a homebrew monster by Sir Sprinkles. Had a little help this week on our intro, so thank you to Andrew Roundsville, Zachary Leonard, Cassie Rosen, Nicole Agnitti, Noelle Palmer, and Nikki Miller. Thank you also to Benjamin Seepser. You know what you did. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads. There's tons of bonus content, and I shout out the fine patrons at the end of every episode, so thanks to folks like scott elliott todd blanick marcus cartier caleb johnson ryan s peterson colson barnhart kyle h charlotte ivy marie abbey johnson d mcclain philip reynolds jeff chamberlain fridge The whole name, Fridge, Stephen Graham, Christian H., Andrew Wicks, Alexandra Fortman, Corey Foote, Hex McCall, Cole Tomlin, and Kyle Quigley. Join their ranks, get all kinds of bonus content, cool perks, and support this podcast directly at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddads. We're working on some merch for the end of the year, but there is a new shirt on sale now. It's a shirt that says DILF, dedicated, involved, loving father on it, and may God have mercy on all the souls who purchase it. You can find it at our merch store at dungeonsanddaddies.com or dftva.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Dungeons & Dads, reddit.com slash r slash Dungeons & Daddies for our subreddit. Quick side note here, we are partnering with the UCLA Core Kidney Program to raise money for a new kidney center and awareness for the cause. So if you've been a kidney donor or recipient, we're inviting you to share your story and play a one-shot DM by Anthony. Uh, Just shoot a DM over to at Stuff I've Noticed if you're interested. Thank you so much for listening. Our next episode is October 13th, so we will see you then.
5: time you can between the lines you oh, know they never brought you down never brought you down
1: sorry guys i'm looking something up uh <laughs> best way to get a spray tan during kobe <laughs> <laughs>
0: Judges and Daddies is brought to you this week by Me Undies. My undies. No, the company me undies. Duh. Oh. It's summertime and your balls are sweaty. We all know it. You're, Knees you're weak, gr- arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's sweat on his balls already. Ball spaghetti. Your crotch sucks right now. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Unless you're in some me undies because bre- they got that breathable, quick-dry moisture, wicking, anti-odor properties. That You better you dog. lose yourself in your undies the moment. <laughs> fabric is breathable and comfortable, especially the ball. Ball caddy, that's right, they've cut out some special space for the balls. Tell you what, we're on tour right now. That's why it sounds like we're recording from a hotel conference room, because we are.
1: And yeah, my sweaty balls do go in a ball caddy. Tell me something else they don't know about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been packing the 100% undies rig in my EDC. You carry your balls? Your balls <laughs> are your everyday that's right. carry? That's right. I guess right. that's true. I yeah, am carrying wow. them around every day. It's been great. On the tour bus, I haven't had to change my underwear once. No, that's not true.
3: I okay. you know, I tried to make a ball caddy for my non-MeUndies underwear, and now my nuts just hang out in my underwear. Oh, no.
0: Oh. these has a cut for every guy's butt. Over 10 different styles ranging from boxer briefs to jock straps or a special pouch underwear called ball caddy that keeps you a from- disgusting idea. Oh, no. You know how
3: they have that little flap in the front no. for number one if you want to no. pull your wiener out? No. What if there was a little flap in the back for
0: number like two? Like an old-timey PJ. And you could just oh. sort of
3: Goatsy man your undies and oh, just you just fire away without taking them off.
0: Hear me out, me undies. These cuts, they don't have the special Will Campos Goatsy uh, <laughs> cut. But the cuts they do have come in over a hundred different Release colors. Release the cozy cut. Co- <laughs> and prints ranging from black <laughs> to dinosaurs. Truly the two ranges of underwear. All black or all dinosaurs.
1: Oh, Matt's coming in, maybe. <gasps> I'll let him in. Oh,
3: Go we got going to let
0: Matt Knock,
3: let me, knock.
1: I'm going to set the um the Noted underwear
3: user Matt Arnold entering the ad. Hopefully not hotel staff trying to shut us down.
1: Um, Matt, what kind of underwear are you wearing right now? I know we're maybe not that close, but just tell me.
4: Me undies and I just walked like two miles to a coffee shop and I gotta say every part of me is soaking wet except for me undies. Thank you so much. That's because Meundies. of me undies. My Signi- balls feel oh, so no. good right no, now. Okay, all right,
0: Matt. Thank you. That's You're because welcome. okay. That's because me signature. I can't even
4: breathe really well, but my balls are breathing great. Thank you, <laughs> me undies. Me signature super soft fabric is breathable, stretchy, and oh so
0: comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. If you need something even more breathable and summer proof, they have a. New- oh, they got new shit. The Move Me line with breathe fabric, which is They're more dropping moisture. the goatee line?
1: You've heard of Breathe Me by Sia, but Move Me? Whole new song. Let's sing it, Freddie.
0: Moisture wicking, anti-odor technology, perfect for working out or just keeping you extra cool on those sweltering days. You hear that, Matt? They use responsibly sourced materials and work with partners that care for the workers. If you're not happy with the first pair of me Undies, it's on them. Send them back.
1: Not literally. They're not wearing no, them. They're not wearing yeah, them.
0: Yeah. Summer is coming. Be prepared with me Undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash dungeons. That's meundies.com slash dungeons for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies Comfort from Just, the outside. I'm telling you, they in. could do a goatsy print. That's all I'm saying. That's Go You guys mind if I strip down right no, now? No, man, no. Dungeons and is brought to you this week by Greenlight. Go. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. Uh, For example, they talk. You can order them around. They do chores. They do chores. Oh, wow. However... Other things don't. They understand the implications of the capitalist uh, society that we mm. live in. So, having those conversations can be tough and complicated. Thank in fact, God it's
1: for those picture books.
0: <laughs> the fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money until they're actually managing their own money. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight's a debit card money. No, at-
3: they're going to learn the way I learned by getting my ass beaten fucking Monopoly by my parents. Oh, that's true. Do you know what I mean, like, that's get good. You like, I remember you get that little, those little plastic, the other fucking little dollars. You're like, I got $7,000. Then you're, I made, you're uh, ruined.
0: I made Jimmy quit Monopoly once because I kept hiding my hundreds under the board and then I was like, he was like, I got you, you're bankrupt. And I was like, you mean these <laughs> thousands of dollars I had squirreled away? Greenlight is a debit card money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. With the Greenlight app, kids learn how to save, invest and spend wisely thanks to games. That teach money skills in a fun, accessible way. Greenlight app also includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores, customize your family's needs, and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Could you imagine setting it up and being like to set your tip for your kids' lawn mowing, and then your kid has to be like, "All right, I'll tip you another fifteen percent, like they're an Uber driver or something like that." I, you know what? Here's what I want is
3: because like m- m- my kids' reward for their chores is going to be just some homespun wisdom from me. Oh, you God, you know the chore is its oh, it own reward, little text, little so like maybe message, like can they get? Message. Can I send them through uh, Greenlight, like one of those quotes, like you get when you die in <laughs> Call of Duty, and it's like honor is the value of hard work, or whatever. Do you know
0: what I mean?
1: It could, it could
0: work. It could work.
1: I'm gonna carry a tip screen around, like for everything. I be like it's just gonna ask you a quick question. Just a quick question.
0: Like,
3: like, oh, sorry, Will Junior. <laughs> I have a son. His name is not Will Junior. Um, it's like it's like you, I was a tip to you, but you didn't discreetly look away yeah. while you held up the tip yeah. screen to me. Yeah.
0: Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families to navigate life together. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com/dungeons. That's greenlight.com/dungeons to try Greenlight for free. greenlight.com/dungeons. Go. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.